Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Karen. And welcome to In the Spirit of Everything, a podcast of conversations, sometimes with guests, in which we discuss not only everything spiritual, but whatever life throws our way, through the eyes of love, humour, and probably the odd bit of swearing, sharing how we stay grounded and sanish in this beautiful, but sometimes crazy world, hoping to help you along the way too. Good morning and welcome to our podcast this week. Very excited to say that I'm joined this week by the lovely Karen all the way from sunny bloody Thailand. Not that I'm jealous or anything. And she's also joined by our lovely Victoria. Hello. <laughs> Morning, ladies. Hello. Hi, love. You're right. Yeah. How's your week uh, been, bastards? It's been terrible, really, hasn't it? You know, we, we, we're like, just, we're, we're coping. We're taking one for the team, you know, like Paradise Beach, sunshine, warm sea, you know. Oh, it sounds awful. It is really hard work. It is really hard work. So, you know, love food. Should I stop now? Yes. <laughs> no. I have to but say, no, it's been very tanned. Well, it's been, the, the last couple of days actually have been, we had a storm yesterday, but that was like, stand that in, the, in a warm shower you know the sea's a bit rough so which was I was obviously the only crazy person in the sea but I was quite enjoying being thrown around a bit you know I didn't go far out because it was it was quite big waves crashing but but yeah all the tyres officially know that I'm a bit mental as well now so. <laughs> well you've been back you've been there before haven't you so do they remember yeah. you when you go yeah, back yeah oh, yeah oh how lovely yeah. It is lovely all the like the beach sellers and everything it's, it is really nice like we came back last year for the first time after like after covid and stuff and that was really lovely because they were coming up to us on the beach you know and they were they're all like molly was eight when we were first coming here and rosie was like three so the difference in them as well i mean molly's 14 now you know and gorgeous and you know rosie just gets big i mean she's just always been the jumping around head bum head bum in the pool that's all you see of her (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's uh it's lovely um and obviously got to meet Nick here as well. Out of India. Out of India. It is nice to be back in Thailand. I've got to admit, it is gorgeous. Like the beaches in India, you don't go to India for a beach holiday. It's kind of more surfy. You can't really swim in the sea. So this Mm. is proper classic, you know, turquoise water, white sand. It's like a bounty advert. It It really is. It's, It's, yeah, ridiculously beautiful ridiculously oh. beautiful so yeah every morning just wake up and go oh love a day in paradise then. <laughs> how lovely how lovely so yeah and it's so cool to like be with people from back home like when oh, I pulled yeah. up in the little jeep um well it wasn't a little jeep they sent a 10 person minibus to pick me up from the ferry <laughs> which was a bit bloody embarrassing which, like, I'm just pootling along all on my own these sort of like delusions of eco warrior that I've got went right out of the window I was like no 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 I'm not going to fly to Samui I'll go overland and get a ferry and then they send like a bus <laughs> to come and get me like oh okay but they would have sent that if you'd flown so yeah, you did still this is true you still true still uh still kept your carbon uh, emission levels down <laughs> and I kind of looked out the window being 51 without my glasses on I was like looking thinking is that Nick 
And I could see his face kind of screwing up, going, is that Vicky? Like, it's just, it's just so old. <laughs> For that point, I see <laughs> And I just came out, and I was just like, someone I know. Someone I know. <laughs> so I'm like jumping up and down. And then time. she got the fantastic greeting of, she walked into her, and Nick didn't sort of say, Vic's here. So she walked in just as I was putting on my underwear. So she's got to see all of me. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. You know, I wasn't, that wasn't the greeting I was planning on giving her, but you know, hey ho, hey ho. Yeah, this is what we do when we're proper mates. You know. Well, you guys have known each other for ages. Like, how many years have you guys known each other? We were what? 20. Two ish, like yeah, something 22. like that. And I was knocking around with a big gang of blokes, mainly Brian. Yeah, you remember Brian Butcher from school, didn't you? Yeah, and Shout I was like, really, like really good mates with him. And I was just like, you know, going out partying with just always with big gang of guys. And then we went to a party, and like Karen was there, she was doing exactly the same thing. And you'd gone to school with her, yeah, and it was just kind of like. Oh, there's another geezer person. Oh, my God. We can properly show the boys how it's done now. Yeah, good. And it was that, it was that, it was kind of like the geezer bird, partying, clubbing, that side of thing. But I'll never forget, like, you were working in a barber's in Richmond. And one day, on top of the partying, we just went over Richmond Park. And I can remember, I can't remember whether we were talking about meditation or I think I was a little bit into the philosophy at that time. And we just had this conversation. And I can just I can just remember looking at you thinking, oh, my God, she's into that side of it as well. You know, <laughs> it was sister. really, yeah. Really, was, yeah. Like, really. She fell in love with me. <laughs> yeah, I did. There is. There's definitely, you know, platonic love. Oh, 100%. You know, I think that feeling of, you know, like trying to sort of explain to to Molly, you know, she's 14, so all these, you know, relationships are building friendships, do you know what I mean? And that kind of like, but that initial, when you meet somebody that you potentially romantically love, you get that kind of feeling, but you can get that with, you you, you lock eyes with somebody across the room that is, becomes a very good friend, there's there's almost that kind of mm. connection. release. Yeah, <laughs> and not maybe not quite the same amount of sort of tingly feelings, but there's definitely like a connection yeah. in there that, that goes I mean, on with people. You know, I've always had a lot of bloke mates. I mean, you remember, like Craig Goodwin at school. <laughs> but he was, I mean, he still is. He's a beautiful guy, isn't he? And I can remember being at school, and I was really good mates with Craig for years as well. And everyone was kind of going, oh, why doesn't she just get on with it and, like, go out with him? But there's just, no. you know, there is just some, like, I mean, I met someone on the ashram, Stephen on the ashram. I absolutely love him and I've told him that I love him you know but it is just purely platonically there's no physical attraction there's not that tingly intimacy feeling so there are definitely you know really different types of love which is handy seeing as you've invited me on here and I haven't been in a relationship <laughs> not in a decade so yeah, it's quite useful really. expert on today <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, wow. just to give you both, like, people who are listening a, a background. So Vic's been travelling since September, isn't it? Or was it? Yeah, first of yeah, September. September. Went straight to India, has spent 
months out there doing 500 ashrams. <laughs> I've become an ashram slut. Uh, she's become <laughs> an ashram <laughs> slut. And then decide, they both decided, uh, Vic and Karen decided to meet each other in Thailand, as you do, have a little meet up. That's a nice way of putting it. Karen said she's going on holiday. And I went, oh, come on. <laughs> Karen's I'll going see on you over there. Holiday. Is there, <laughs> there enough next door to India? Is there enough next door? It all works out very, very well because we get a free babysitter. So, you know, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah it worked out perfectly. <laughs> so, and how has your week been, my love? You know, I mean, babbling away. Have you? How's things going with you? Not as exciting as you two, I have to say, but no, I had a good week. Lots of like business stuff. I went to see my Reiki master in sunny Brighton for two oh, days. And it, it is beautiful. Um, it's a place called Salt Dean, which is just up from Brighton, but it was peeing down with rain for two days, like proper oh. sheet. And the second day I was there, I woke up in my Airbnb and I thought, I've got to go and see the sea before I start my second day. Mm -hmm. I can't come all the way down here and not see the sea. So, and it was at the bottom of the road. So I put my coat on, walked down to the, I got absolutely soaked. I didn't realise how <laughs> much it was raining. Got down to the end, looked at the sea and went, oh yeah, that's nice. And went straight back and just <laughs> towed myself off. Didn't get in. No, we didn't get in. It was, uh, yeah. Um, but that was really good because I was doing a bit of um, CPD training because I'm going to be teaching Reiki 2 for the first time this week, which is very exciting. Always a bit nervous when I'm teaching for the first time, but I think that's quite healthy. It's just mm, that I'm definitely. It's, you, it's yeah. because you care less, do you know what I mean? Because you, you yeah. want to do a good job. If you didn't, it would just be whatever. Yeah. It's just not you at all. So. Absolutely. Um, and I published my first blog this week, which, or last week, should I say. But um, So that was scary, <laughs> pressing send on that, but also really exciting. And I did feel very proud of myself. I published it on something called WordPress. And oh, I've heard of I the IT side of stuff is blowing my mind, I have to say. I am proper learning on the job. Um, and I think when I posted it, shared that I posted it, no one could get into it because I hadn't posted the link properly. <laughs> so then I figured out how to change that and whatever. So it's a it's a real work in progress, but I'm very proud of getting it out there. Mm, yeah. well, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And I read it and it's brilliant. So you, know, you do definitely need to. Uh, it is. It's really good. But I think everything, like, I, like, the thing that just sprang to mind for me then, like, when Elon Musk, you know Elon Musk, like, crazy guy, built rockets and stuff Comparing like that? me to him. He was, <laughs> yes, I am, Emma. I am. I am. Like, he just, like, got other people in to build these rockets and, like, everyone's just making it up as they go along, I think. Yeah. Like, we've got yeah. this image that, you know, these successful people know what they're doing all along. But we were all just bumbling about, kind of getting it together at the last minute and just fingers crossed it worked. So well done, you, Bert, and for getting it out there. That's, I mean, I think that's really, really, really brave it doing is. a blog. It is. Really brave. And you've done it. So thank you, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's something that um that you put your love into again. Do you know what I mean? So you know, and you do you put your love into everything, which is quite good because that's what we're talking about this, this week. Yeah, it is. This is going to go out on Valentine's it Day. Is. Isn't it? it is. It is. Yeah. So we thought we'd talk not not just about um romantic love, 
but about love in general, you yeah. know. And we thought a good place to start was three friends. Yeah, totally. you know, because I think like, the love of friendship is one of the most important ones that you need in life, aren't they? Definitely. You know, through sort of like you know, I mean, relationships are fantastic and long. You know, some work out, some don't work out. But your friends, your good friends, tend to be by your side regardless, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I'm terminally single. It's like it's like a disease, <laughs> isn't it? Really. It's like, you know, and I've had it for a long, long time on and off. But I honestly think if I didn't have the group of mates around me that I've got, I would probably be a lot needier for a romantic kind of traditional relationship. I think the fact that I've had really amazing close friends for such a long time it's like you know it's like family isn't it yeah. you know yeah it's yeah. almost like a familial love yeah. so yeah, yeah. it's the it's the love that you I mean obviously your partner you do as well but it's the love that you get to choose because a lot of the people that we love in our lives you know I mean our parents you know our, our children you know I mean they you you love them because it's that you, you, it just goes it hand in hand doesn't it but there are a lot of times you don't particularly like them but it's true I mean we're genetically programmed to love our children right as soon so I'm told so I mean I'm told, that is... I mean I can see it you know I can see it in like my friends that have got kids and obviously you know at school parents coming in you know, it just, you know, that bond. Someone said to me, the love that you have for your children, like trying to describe it, was they said, remember the first time you properly fell in love and that kind of like, you know, I can remember the first time I properly fell in love. I was walking down the street and I was like, oh, my God, I do actually feel lighter. I can actually, it does actually feel like I'm walking on air. Like, and I was just like, oh, my life. And she said to me, she said, multiply that by about a thousand yes. and then you're getting somewhere yeah. near. It's you're ridiculous. Somewhere near. It's ridiculous. So, and they lay that baby on your chest. And I mean, everything that you've gone through to get that baby out. Of <laughs> and then they lay it on your chest. And it's just, I mean, there's a reason that, you know, that love that you put, it is just ridiculous. I mean, I mm. thought I loved I, I, the love that I have for Nick is very, very strong, and I thought that I really had felt the strongest love I ever mm. possibly could when I met him. And then I had my life, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's a, it's a, I don't know. It's like a primal thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it and is. it's not just. I mean, obviously, as, as the mother, you you've carried them. So you, from the moment that you know you're pregnant, really, you're, you know, you're falling in love with that thing growing inside you. Um, so. But and there then are some things. people, <clears throat> excuse me, there are some people that struggle with that, though, aren't there? Yeah, there? no, there are, no, there are. But that doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't always happen. And I feel I feel terribly yeah. sorry for, for the people that, that haven't, because, you know, you're kind of, everybody tells you that, well, that is what you feel. But that's, you know, hormones, we, we all know what hormones yeah. do to us, you know, they really yeah. mess you around. So, unfortunately, yeah. some people do get that. But I suppose, in a way, we've evolved to be like that as a species, you know, it's an evolution, like you saying, it's primal and like chemical, hormonal, like response. You know, genetically, over millions of years, like the children that would have survived would be born of mothers that instinctively cared for them. Yeah. I mean, as a species, we're really abnormal in the amount of time 
that we look after our children mm. and really like you know most species are up and running you know whereas yeah, like human babies are just like you know a bit pathetic really I remember watching the thing about that though and it was because obviously we've got like the largest brains of, of, of mammals as well um, and they were talking about that it was from the fact that um, it was just that the head was too big that physically you couldn't you, you couldn't give birth and then they were saying that but over over like the evolutionary path we would have evolved to have massive hips do you know what I mean so that we could then you know massive pervis pelvis girdle so that we could give birth to a larger heady baby because like you say like most babies are born and within a couple of hours they can get up and walk around ours can't um but they were, what they were saying was the reason that we then give birth to our children at at night you know after we've very for, for nine months yeah. when they are physically yeah, yeah is because it's more to do with us by the by the time we get to we've carried them for nine months they are taking so much of our nutrients and our like our bodies mm. they would kill us basically so basically Sorry. like a little parasite, <laughs> like, Emma, parasite. like alien <laughs> film alien inside your belly so we did all right mate yeah like, we did all right, all right. <laughs> all right the child is ridiculous and it is you know i'm sorry love but it is really weird being childless because sometimes like Quite often people go, oh, what? why not? Why, why haven't you had children? Oh, yeah. I think part sides about it quite often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I, I mean, it is, I'll tell you what, it is amazing how many older women, like in their 60s when I was younger, just went, don't do it. Don't do it. They'd never go. <laughs> <laughs> they're with you when they're 30. Perfect. I mean, this yeah. is it. I used to, you know, I met Nick travelling. You know, we met in Cambodia and I'd travelled all through Asia and I'd been to Australia before. And, I'd, you know, and, I'd, and I used to think, well, where am I going next? Now it's like literally comes down to like Asda or Tesco. <laughs> and like, have I made sure that the lunch boxes are packed? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, so. And yeah. it will come back. I'm determined that at 16, they're both out the door and they can support themselves. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know, like, someone who did that, they were, like, really strict with their children. Like, I think from the age of five or six, it was, like, right, five years old, you know, old enough to, like, sort themselves out, they're going to school, and that's when the discipline came in. And then at 16, it's like, your work is done. At 18, you can do what you want as long as you're paying rent. And if I don't like what you're doing, if you don't abide by my rules in my house then you can go off somewhere else. I and like it's kind of like, yeah, you've got to, you've got to make it shite, <laughs> don't you? But I think there is that thing, definitely, with um, Kiddie Winks. There's always going to be that, like, devotion there. Oh, well, I mean, you yeah. can have that devotion to your husband. Yeah. You can have that devotion to your friends. There's all different types of, of love. But I think it just, like you say, it's that because they are so helpless, you then look after some do you know what I mean mm-hmm. something that, that absolutely totally mm. needs you and depends on you and as, as I was saying like you know for us we've carried it and we give birth so we have that but but the the feeling that, that the dad gets as well do you know what I mean so there is there is something going on there it's it's your offspring and I think like you say you're you're designed to protect that above everything else mm. you know I mean if there was a bus sorry Nick but if there was a bus I'd be jumping I'd be leaving country to save the kids and I'm sure he would be exactly the same because you yeah. just do that's it all of a sudden there is just this thing that you have to protect mm. and I don't think you've ever quite had that you fall in love with your partner and you love mm. being with them but it's not that you don't need to protect them mm. in the same way and I think that maybe is where the 
like the difference is. I think the closest I've got is loving a pet. <laughs> you know, loving one of my, like a dog or, yeah. But again, that's the same thing they need looking after, don't they? Yeah. You know, so they it, it does and they take that kind of like, so I think it's, it's, it's similar, you know. I think there yeah. is that kind of like, you know, <laughs> the fantasy dog's home like, is full. Yeah. Yeah. But also, they frown upon you, leaving your children at play. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it, as I say. It's like, there's some days when it's like, you know, but as we always joke, it's lucky that we do love them because they are a pain in the bloody ass half the time. <laughs> of course, though, this whole the whole love thing is the mm. most important. And I know it sounds really cheesy, but it is about love for us first. Yeah, for ourselves. And, yeah. yeah. And there's so many people that don't have that love for themselves. No. And I really do think that until you do that, in my experience, in my 52 years experience, until you have that proper love for yourself and respect for yourself, you don't actually attract the right people that will love you as well. Mm -hmm. There's a really good saying, actually, I heard a few years ago, you haven't yet met all the people that are going to love you. Yeah. And I think when you are feeling a bit lonely, maybe a bit down, that's a really nice reminder. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, I think as well, it's like, you know, when you actually become, when you, when you feel like you you need somebody to make your life complete mm. it's you, you are you're you're giving out a wrong signal aren't you it's you know whereas if you get yeah. to the coming point from a place you, of lack yeah. yeah whereas when you actually think and it's not like it's not like we're saying you've got to suddenly think you're the most beautiful most amazing person in the world but accepting that we've all got uh, strengths and weaknesses and yeah. we've all got kind of like you know we might like longer legs or small you know what I mean like curlier hair or whatever oh, it is, they, they are <laughs> such a small thing. It's like if you're a good person and learning that what's inside you is a beautiful thing and deserves to be loved and loving mm. it yourself, you then do give that vibration out, don't you? You attract people that that want to share that love. Mm. You know, when you're prepared to just take whatever anyone's going to throw at you because you think you're going to make you complete, yeah, you're very lucky there. if you meet somebody that is going to, come in yeah, and go you yeah. shouldn't be thinking about that about yourself like that you know mm. so no, but it's, you know I think it's one of the hardest things to do especially when you're younger I think it does come with age a little bit as well I think through I think you do start thinking actually I'm um, I'm all right yeah <laughs> you know, and then it grows from that and you start yeah, doing yeah. things for yourself don't you I mean like making sure that you do factor in some self-care and all of these things that make you then feel better. And you realise that the more that you do love yourself, the better that you feel and how better you can be to everybody around you, you know, so it is mm -hmm. fundamental. And it is that you're giving out that energy as well. So that, that connecting with your heart, connecting with that energy of love is a frequency. Love is a frequency um along with gratitude they're the two highest frequency energies emotions that there are which is why those two are so important when you're doing any kind of manifesting gratitude and love um and so if you start with yourself and connect with connecting with your heart and actually connecting with what bloody makes you happy I went through my life so many years not not thinking about what made me happy and always putting other people first and that you know that's just a program that I had run in um, but when you break that program, when you actually, you know, stop and realize, hold on a second, is this making me happy? Is this what mm. I love? Tuning back into, okay, what does make me bloody happy? What, what do I really love? What do I love doing? Um, 
the whole your whole world your external world will change then because you're putting out this the freak your vibe attracts your tribe so when you connect with what you really love then you're going to start attracting the things that you love to you and people that love you as well that makes yes, sense and I go on a bit of a rant there <laughs> no no 100 percent. it really does and I think you know going back to that kind of you, you know when when kids do come along and you put all your sort of like love in there I think a lot of mums they they do completely forget who they who they yeah, are sure. and everything is about is about kids and you know and that it, it can be a hard step to take because it feels very selfish but it's it's so not you know it, if you think about before when before kids came along, you could actually think, do you know what? I'm tired today. I'm just going to rest. And it's finding it's finding time to do the things that you still need to do just for yourself. And it's not going to be to the detriment of your children if you make yourself happy. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's it can only be you know the good. But it's, I, I think a lot of a lot of mums do struggle with putting themselves first because society tells you that, that you're not supposed to to a certain extent mm. um mm. but it is it hasn't got to be massive things you know having a soak in a bath once a week or you know we're, like, we've spoken about this so many times before haven't we but you know finding that finding that way to love yourself is the beginning of of where all love starts isn't it totally that yeah totally that um and Apparently, the love frequency is 528. We talked about frequencies when we were going over the chakras in the last two episodes. And so the the love frequency is 528. Um, And I read somewhere this weekend that um, that frequency is actually found in nature, which I just think is so bloody lovely. It's the frequency of the buzzing of the bees, of sunlight, of rainbows and oxygen amongst other things um yeah how lovely is that yeah no it is it's it's um all the things that make you I mean that buzzing of bee I suppose if you're if you're terrified of bees but it just is the sound of summer I think do you know what I mean that kind of like that that buzzing around it's uh but I wonder what the frequency of like bird song because I heard somewhere that that is the most that um that sound above all else is a sound that makes you feel happier than anything the sound of birds and whether whether you're actually out in nature listening to it or whether you just listen to it through spotify Mm. or whatever um yeah it's it's meant to be the 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 sound that lifts your vibration above all else so Mm. um, oh we can't i can't hear them this side (laughs) Um, so it's excuse me valentine's day is obviously coming up this week and um it's, it's become a bit of a money maker let's be honest oh, massively, so commercial. Massively. but saying that I used to always buy myself a Valentine's present I bloody love that <laughs> I love that Vic it's really good buying yourself a Valentine's yes. present because you're guaranteed that you're gonna like yeah. it no, exactly like that it. so yeah exactly no, that no, no, no. and there's a lot of excuse me I've got a frog <coughs> excuse me there's a lot of hold on a sec <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what? what? Okay. Back to Valentine's Day. <laughs> so what I was going to say was there's a lot of 
there's a lot of pressure with Valentine's Day, especially on social media for those who are on social media, because people, mm. we all post like the highlights of our life. And so, you know, you're, you're watching people going on romantic dates and getting flowers and cards and all of this amazing stuff. They could have been ripping the shit out of each other two seconds earlier before, oh, absolutely. You know, which does happen. Mm. Absolutely. It is, it's and it is lot. very, you know, it is very, it should, it should just be about love isn't it whereas now it, it has become like what present did you get what you know like yeah. the money that you spent did you get red roses mm-hmm. did you get which has become like a it's taken away what it, yeah yeah, yeah it's taken, mean, don't quote me on this but a couple of years ago when i was gonna have empire. a yeah <laughs> an anti-valentine's day like for single people i think i mean my memory's not great menopausal but saint valentine i looked up what saint valentine was like patron of and one of the other things that he was patron of, or maybe it was like the patron saint of single women was the same patron saint as the patron saint of prostitutes <laughs> and mentally oh, wow. unwell. Oh, oh I, I want to who wrote that down. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. I don't know if it was St. Valentine or I, I might have gone off on, you know, one of those deep dives. Patron state of single women, same as the one for prostitutes and the mentally ill, which is like, says a lot really, doesn't it? About society <laughs> and religion's view. Yeah, of, exactly. um, of women. women. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think if you're single on Valentine's Day, just make it into, you know, I'm going to love being single. What yeah, can I do? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've got a few single mates that do. They'll actually get together and have a like a like a Valentine's Day celebration and celebrate the fact that they too. they love each other. You know, it's yes. Because it's yes. like, you know, love is a many faceted thing, isn't it? Do you know mm. what I mean? There's not just there's not just one way of looking at it. And I mean, I've I've got to say, I I it, it is just a it is just another day. We all, we do get each other cards. I have actually forgotten the card this year, but oops. Um, you but can Nick make one. one. Nick yeah, actually, make one. Nick actually gets more. He he quite likes Valentine's Day. Oh, you know what I mean? He's is he quite, romantic? <laughs> he's a bit. I didn't get it. Oh. He has a <laughs> But I remember so the one year not getting one. He was actually really like, oh, and I thought I, I just thought it was sort of like a, a girl thing, really. I mean, like so we've always gone around with, with blokes, so I've never really been. The, while forgiving like lots of cards and stuff like that you know what I've just realized for years for years and years and years I always thought it was just the bloke that got the woman something from Valentine's Day <laughs> oh my God, that's really? why you're single seriously <laughs> seriously that could be why she's single <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's honestly, all about me yeah, <laughs> I, just, I really did and I found a mark saying like you know this is a bit one-sided, isn't it? Like, oh my God, Vic. I just want to... I know. <laughs> I'm back to loving yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm not like, too far in that direction. Narcissi- narcissistic much. <laughs> oh, bless you, Vic. Really you're so dumb. clever, but sometimes so dumb. Oh, no. You're not... Unsurprisingly, you're not the first person to say that. Oh, Brian said to I'm me once, Ewan, you're the most stupid, intelligent person <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all right at the academic stuff, like the real the real life stuff. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. Oh no, that's brilliant. 
Maybe we should change it to be that, hey? <laughs> mm. I feel like this is turning to a Vicky confession. <laughs> I think yeah. you two should just carry on. No, I think um, it's brilliant. <laughs> no, because it's going to be out there and people are going to listen to it. <laughs> well, we've never had to edit one before. Maybe we'll have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> First and the last time yeah. Vicky gets involved. <laughs> Listen, we said that we wanted this to be real, um, and real it is today. Absolutely. (laughs) But I have, on a serious note, I have got something actually useful to offer to the podcast. Um, There is a different type of love that we learn about in philosophy, and it's the love for a teacher and your student, the love that you feel between the teacher and your student. And I definitely had it when I was training to be a teacher I had such a crush on because you have to observe other teachers when you're training and I can just remember sitting at the back and you know when you go a bit gooey I oh you're so good I want to be just like you when I'm a teacher and I was 30 I was 30 (laughs) so yeah that's another that's a different type of love I can't remember what they call it in Greek philosophy but, um, so it's a bit like admiration, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there is an element. I mean, what? I mean, my mum used to say, like, well, you can love a cheese sandwich, can't you? What is love? <laughs> and you can. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, me and cheese. Emma. <laughs> true. <laughs> She's a so cheese queen. You can. I mean, I mean, what actually is it? What actually is it? You know? Is it different? From, what does philosophy say about love? Well, in well, let me have a think. Indian philosophy, when you were talking about loving yourself, in like um, Vedanta, they call it, they say that all love is actually for the sake of the self, but they've got a very, very definite definition about what the self is, what you essentially are. So what you essentially are is like pure existence, pure intelligence and complete satisfaction. You don't need anything. And when you actually connect with someone, whether it's a child, whether it's, you know, a friend or your lover or in an educational setting, your teacher, that connection is just recognising the essence of that person that you are as well. And that's your actual connection. And they also say, um, you know, love is actually, you know, willing attention, like, you're just really I mean you know what it's like when you first meet someone and you can't stop thinking about them Mm. and you just want to be with them all the time and they're just all completely taking up your attention so I remember when like you first brought Molly around when she was first born in like um, that place in Car Short and she was on a little play mat on the floor on the front room floor and we just literally just sat and stared at her for like three hours just going Oh, look, she just moved her arm. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) And it's just that complete, you know, when you're completely drawn in, Mm. that's that first bit. But I suppose, like, as it progresses, and it's, it's, well, (laughs) and like, you know, when you've been with someone a few years and that initial, you know, kind of stage of love, like the willing attention, like, it's kind of, I suppose it just becomes more, of a choice rather than something that happens on purpose that yeah I will still engage with you and I will still connect with you 
even though you're really getting on my nerves. <laughs> that, initial, that initial massive um, sort of attraction, or whatever, it's almost like an infatuation, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You can't get enough somebody. And that can't, mm. that's not that's sustainable. That's that release of oxytocin. Yeah, but that's, that's not sustainable. After. And for me, I think love comes in when you start feeling more comfortable around somebody. Do you mm. know what I mean? When that actually, when they start that coming like you, like you can just be with them. I think that initial kind of infatuation, I mean, you know, you want to make sure that you're always looking amazing. You, do, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of like, you know, where, where that mellows a little bit and it just becomes, mm. you know, in something. love or in lust. Yeah, well, I yes. think that is very different. But I think, I think lust is the initial, that's the initial response that you feel towards, mm. like a, a partner quite often, isn't it? Mm. Sometimes you, be, meet, yeah. you meet somebody and, and then you get to know them and that kind of grows that way. But I think that when you sort of like first meet somebody and you fancy them, mm. that's not love. That's, that's that kind of like true, like attraction. Actually. And it's mm. it's only after that when that kind of because I mean we've all we've all met the somebody in a club or whatever, you think, My God, you're gorgeous, and then they open their mouth and after a couple of minutes, you're actually Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, and I, so I think you do need that initial kind of like you know and I think it's very hard to look like, relationships do grow and you mm. you can see some very odd couples together you think like why is she with him or why is he with her kind of thing but they've they've connected on a much deeper level they've yeah. connected on something maybe they've got like a hobby in common or you know something that that has drawn them in and then that has grown and I mm. so I think it's when you get to that that comfortable side where somebody mm. almost feels like they're, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's very interesting. Um, like when when I got together with Stuart, we've known each other for like 15, 20 years mm. or something, but, but then obviously our relationship changed. Mm. And one of the things that I, I realised quite early on in our relationship was what I'd learned from him is he learned me to love unconditionally yeah and I hadn't realized that that had been missing for quite a while in my life yeah. and that, that that unconditional love is yeah. that's a beautiful yeah. thing and I know oh, that that's yes. what you've been talking about Absolutely. But that's, for me it was like oh my god this is what it this is what it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can make mistakes and that person still loves you yeah. do you know what I mean yes. I think that's a massive thing and that you can be you can be your imperfect self and that's yeah. perfect mm. and I re you know. realized myself I had been molding myself for years for lots of different reasons to, to I guess for people to you know to love you not realizing mm. that's what you're doing yeah. um, and then all of a sudden you can just be your weird and yeah. wonderful warts and all you know yeah, crazy it. self and someone still fucking loves you what? yeah <laughs> you're actually totally acceptable oh, that, and lovable and as you are but I yeah. always knew that about you Emma I always <laughs> but I think also as well they can show their imperfect side totally and that doesn't bother you do you know what yes. I mean it's kind of like and you you can I mean I know we're talking about sort of like becoming and and like loving yourself and all of that but it's not thinking that you're this perfect being that can do no wrong we all know mm. we've got foibles or whatever yeah. you want to call them that you know but you can be you're two imperfect people but you're perfect yeah. together do you know what yeah. I mean That's it's the, like you uh, can't say the wrong thing to the right person and when you're with the right person when you're vibrating on the same level that you know because you can have two people that look at someone and see completely different things because obviously yeah. oh, they're so looking yeah. at them yeah. through their own yeah. you know experiences and programs and all the rest of it mm. so when you are looking at your one of your people <laughs> you see them differently yeah definitely
Definitely. Mm. I mean, I met someone that had an arranged marriage and she was completely in love with her husband. Yeah. It really, like, you know, and it was really interesting to talk to her about it. She was very young, from a very, very traditional Indian family. Um, she had to ask permission of her husband. Can I finish university? It's just the way. And he completely granted it. And um, she met him and she sort of said, you know, I've been I've been waiting for someone to love. She went, I will love you. I really hope that you'll love me back. And it was it was a choice. It was like, you know, it wasn't love as in a noun. It was love as in a verb. And it's kind of like, you know, they just chose to love each other, to treat each other with love and everything that comes with it. And it just sounded like they had a, an amazing life together. So I think well, there is an element. It can be, although we've got these programs, I think if you work it, you can kind of, you know, yeah. choose I think, to love people. I think respect you do have to work and, at it. Know, mm. Treating people with love and kindness is. A, oh, you sound very forward. Buddhist, love. But it is though. Very it is Buddhist, true, isn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's what you that's what you you should do. Yeah. You know, and that's how you know that love and kindness. And it, I think when the when the um, like the arranged marriages are put together. I mean, obviously not always, they don't always work out, but then neither do love, you know, people that have got together, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but I think quite often that happens. The families have decided that that's the union that they're going to make. And over the years, that respect, if they're kind of, that, that, that then does it turn into, into yeah. love. Mm. Um, and maybe it's almost like the reverse of ours. Ours kind of fizzles out sort of like a really kind of like you know high energy kind of like and then calms yeah. down and there it goes mm -hmm. from sort of like a just learning to know each other and, and, and becomes more like that mm -hmm. but you know if somebody makes you feel good to be around and somebody makes you feel happier in yourself and everything then that's a good person to be around isn't it do you know what I mean mm -hmm. regardless of whether they're your friend whether they're your partner whether they're you know that teacher that, kind of like, yeah teacher yeah, I was just sitting there thinking, can anyone make me as happy as one make myself? <laughs> <laughs> well, what a great oh place to God. be. And no, and that's the point. I'm never coming on this again because it's all being recorded. I'm not used to this. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the point, Vic. We don't, you, you know, you shouldn't want to be with someone to make you happy. And that's, you yeah, know, because you don't need, we don't need other, you know, other people to make us happy. As long as we're yeah, happy. it's just a nice bonus, isn't it? It is a, a bonus, nice bonus, absolutely. But you absolutely. are very good at fun. You know, you do things that you enjoy doing, don't you? And you're, you know, and that's kind of like, and that's that's brilliant. That's do you know nice. what I mean? That's what you, you should just be go doing. Go out and you, you can do it, and you're not sort of like really worried about. I mean, I know you. If you met somebody, yeah, great. But it's not like you're. That's what you're out to do. You're it's not sort not of like doing. You're focused. you're you're going out and doing what you want to do and. You know, it'd be great if you met somebody. You know, for me and Nick, we met travelling, so we had that in common. We've always had that in common. Mm. So, you know, with all the ups and downs that you have in like a, a long-term relationship, fundamentally, we, we, we're we similar at our core, you yeah. know. So mm, I think if, really you can, if you can meet somebody doing something that, that you both have that common love of, that's a great place to start, you know. So Or if you've known someone yeah. for a long yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, 15 you. Yeah. years you knew Stuart, yeah. and mm. then it's just kind of, yeah. blossomed lovely yeah, crazy and we both been married before and we both all knew mm. each other when we were married before um yeah it's weird how life turns did out. you meet his wife 
before. Yeah, yeah, she came out. Because he met Simon, didn't like, yeah, yeah, yes. yes, they, they you came had out. had dinner they, together, haven't they you? They came <laughs> out to one of our, par- our barbecues, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the four of us used to go out, like, you know, Catherine and Stuart, me and, me and Simon, we'd go ice skating sometimes and, yeah, crazy. Would never have thought all these years later. No. Um Funny how life turns out. It's a weird and wonderful thing. It really Mm -hmm. is. It really um, is. Have we been? How long have we been talking? Quite a long time. Three days. (laughs) Doesn't feel like three (laughs) Three days. (laughs) We might need to wrap it up. Chris uh, made a few confessions. (laughs) Yeah. Can you just not put this one out? Is that okay? Well, we need to think of it. Yeah, I love me. I'm really selfish. Oh, don't be. You're so not me. You're so not me. You're the least selfish person I know. You're the most beautiful person. I'll definitely put this one out. (laughs) And it's so lovely to It's so lovely to see your face. I miss your little face. I know. I know. (laughs) Give her a big squeeze from me, Karen. I will do. We'll have to do big zoom. Yes. Zoom with all the girls. Yeah, all that would girls. be amazing. Be really yeah, cool. they they all went out on Friday for Kel's birthday, but oh I couldn't God. go. Yeah, yeah because well, it would have been carnage. Oh, God, Absolute yeah. Carnage. I can't keep up with that lot anymore. They are animals. I love it's them. Really, <laughs> they really are. They really are. Like 51, 52-year-old party animals that they we've are. known since we were 12. Yeah. Um, it's flipping great, and it look. Yeah. I stopped myself swearing. Then I was. No, like, I think it's lovely that you've got you've got that lovely, you know, the group of mm, girls. Yeah. You know, even though you're all so different and off doing so, yeah. many, you've got that and real closeness. You've maintained that. It's lovely. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, we met when we were very young, and obviously we all changed loads and multiple times throughout the year but having that gang like we kind of just move in and out of each other don't yes. we and it's just yeah, yeah very lucky exactly again I, don't, I think if I didn't have that and you know me oh, boy God. mates and me Karen and me Sue yeah maybe I'd be a bit more like get me a husband I no no you guys yeah, have been you're yeah. like my family you girls mm. definitely yeah, without a doubt without yeah. a doubt it is. Very Proper lucky. Got the fan. Well, <clears throat> what are you doing for the rest of your day, girls? A bit of swimming in the sea? Maybe a massage. Maybe oh. go and get a passion fruit shake on beach. Oh, you, you know, maybe do some yoga, some meditation, be a spiritual wanker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been sort of like at home, sort of like struggling with my morning routine a bit, of like well, trying to fit everything in that I'm trying to do. That's been mainly my problem, which I've come to realise this holiday. But aside from that, my morning routine has been getting up, going, <laughs> watching the sunrise, doing oh. some yoga, looking at the sea, then swimming the whole length of the bay and then walking back and then doing absolutely as much as I can get away with the rest of the day. Sounds <laughs> Involving amazing. a massage at some point, yeah. you know, it's been, it's been terrible. I mean, but my, you know, yeah, my real routine is actually waking up in the morning and just going, what do I feel like doing? Because <laughs> it's all about me again. Yeah, good. <laughs> No, I'm like an awful person. It has been. I, I needed this. I needed to come away and actually just have that sort of like space where I think that you're running around and you're doing all the time to actually realise I'm doing all right anyway. And you know what? Yes, you are. I, I can just sit down on my getting browner by the day bum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too subtle. Mm-hmm. So, what are you up to, Emski? 
I've got... Because it's um, morning where you it are. Is. It is. It's 10 to 9 here, and it's actually blue sky and sunshine. It's, it's the well, only it's day this week, it's grey sky here. Yeah. It's grey sky yeah. here. Oh, there so. you go. Oh, there you go. And I've got, you're going to go out. I've got little Monty here today. I've got a bit lovely. of work to do this morning. I'm going to take him for a lovely walk. And, oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, tomorrow I'm actually at the e-centre all day, which is really oh, exciting. Oh, are you? Yeah, offering Reiki to people at the oh, Energy Oh, is this the first one? Wow, that's come round quick. Yeah, so that's, that's really brilliant. exciting. So I will... Um, I have to share a bit about that so that's yeah that's tomorrow busy busy week of new stuff really mm-hmm. you know so preparing for that that's my my day yes. is a bit of pre- preparation and getting out in that sunshine today like yeah go for yeah. it lovely See, we, that's that's how much we love you and we sent you our sunshine thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting it back either <laughs> I want it back tomorrow, though. You're getting it back tomorrow. It's going to pee down here tomorrow. Um, So next next week, well, you're you're back anyway, aren't you? So we'll be we'll be resuming recording back in the UK. Yes, next week. Yeah, we're hoping that this is actually recorded because as far as we right now, we might not have um, a stable internet connection. It might be going, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," but hopefully not. Hopefully, in all the right places where you took the piss out of me. um we'll, we'll listen listen to, we'll listen to it back but um yeah so next week we don't know what we're covering it will no, be a surprise um, it will be it will yeah. be um and so for now yes valentine's day if you are on your own whether you choose to be or not make the day about you do a vic do a vic on valentine's <laughs> day buy yourself something buy have a nice present. bath buy yourself yeah, present. Take yeah. make it about nice you meal. and even if you are with with somebody doesn't mean you can't. Just do you know what I mean. Do what you want. Go them. Go out of your mates instead. And why is she single? One wonders. One wonders. All right then, lovely. But yes, it will be whatever Valentine's Day brings to you. Just enjoy it. And just in case nobody has told you today, we love you. And make sure that you give some of that love to yourself that you give to everybody that everybody else because you really bloody deserve it. Yes, you do. So, so from Thailand and from the UK, cheerio. <laughs> bye bye, Emski. Bye guys. Bye bye. bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation and if you have, please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on as it helps other people discover us too. Please share our podcast with anyone else you think may benefit from it also.